Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh, my God! Would you please tell him that instead of presents this year, I just want my family back. Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? It must be magic. I must find some way to keep Christmas from coming. Nobody's walking out on this fun, old-fashioned family Christmas. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? True, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. We're back for another bonus Patreon episode of Tis the Podcast, the podcast that's determined to keep the Christmas spirit alive 365 days per year, and the podcast where you like talking geeky stuff all around. I am Anthony. I'm Julia. And I'm Tom. And we're talking twice this week. How exciting is that? You guys are so it is exciting. It is fun. Uh, Tom, I have a question for you before we get into tonight's topic, and this will kind of lead into tonight's topic. How are you enjoying Hogwarts Legacy? I was really looking forward to recording this episode, but now I just kind of want it to be over. (laughs) (laughs) It is so good. Once I learned how to customize my clothes, like do the appearance option, and I didn't look like some weirdo trying to use all of my most powerful stuff, I feel a lot better. It is unbelievable. I got super nerdy when I run into certain parts of, you know, the wizarding world of of England and Hogwarts. And is it aren't like don't I don't know how far along you are, but aren't the professors like so distinctively personal? Like I just expected carbon copies from the books, but they have such distinctive personalities. I love them. Why are so many of them so young? I don't know, but I love that the Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher is like a really old, stooped lady, and she's powerful as heck. <laughs> she's amazing. And I love the Indian Charms teacher. He's he's hilarious. Uh, I just went to the Owlery and got to hang out and play up there. It was really cool. Yeah, I stop and pet literally every cat I see, like, around Hogwarts. <laughs> You're really and selling I this just, game. I just bought my broom. Yeah, this is what the prequel, like... I like Fantastic Beasts, but I'm more invested in this story they're telling in the video game than the story Fantastic Beasts is trying to tell. I had fun Just... with it. I'm having fun with it. A lot of fun with it. Yeah. Ellie's built Ellie made her character today. Aw. It's cute. I don't think she's gonna do the appearances. I think she's gonna want to look as weird as possible. And she hasn't learned she can pet <laughs> cats yet. I was upset we couldn't. Well, pick you better a tell her right away. Were you upset we couldn't grow a beard? Yeah, it was weird we couldn't grow a beard. And we don't have our familiar. Yeah, I couldn't pick a... Why would you be able to grow a beard? You're like, you start as a fifth year, don't you? Have you seen kids nowadays? Like, Did I... you yeah, but like... In high school, I had a beard. All right, well, you weren't... People weren't allowed to have high beards in my high school. Y'all weren't? Nope. I could not have a beard. Oh, I mean, I didn't say I had one. I said I could grow one. Beards weren't cool yet when we were in high school, Julia. That's true. That sounds like one of Professor Umbridge's educational decrees. Like, boys and girls must remain nine feet apart at all times. Boys cannot grow beards. Umbridge was hard. Not for Uh, me. Not for me either. She was the hardest character for me because it was, she was the best character in the series. Mm -hmm. Let's, uh, so yeah, let's hop right in. What are we doing tonight, y'all? Why don't you tell the listeners what we're doing? For some reason, we're nerd casting, recasting Harry Potter. There's talks of a new Harry Potter series, and we feel like we are the best and most equipped people to make decisions on who should play whom. Yes. That last statement is bold and wrong. But I don't think so. I think that's we're taking a step. <laughs> uh, before we get into who we can, we're only casting the adults. Because mm-hmm. we don't know a lot of 10 and 11 year old kids, if any, <laughs> to play the children. And the only rules we had were you couldn't cast somebody as the same person again. And you weren't constrained to the British nationality. 
Uh, I did impose some restrictions on myself. I wanted to be a little closer to the books when it comes to the ages of the professors. Me too. And that means I wanted to depict, I want for example, I wanted to depict people playing um, James and Lily who were around, who could pull off looking like they were around 21. Uh, the only restraint was that I liked the actor I cast. In the role. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, what is that called? Fan casting? Fan casting. Before, before we get into it, though, if they remake the Harry Potter books, would you rather they do it as a movie or like a television series on HBO or something? I don't know. That's really difficult to answer. I'm torn. Yeah. I, I'm going TV series because we've seen like The Last of Us and Game of Thrones. They can do big budget well, and oh. I feel like they could do the books more faithfully. But we've also seen Game of Thrones and Wheel of Time. Mm. Just going to throw those out there as a counter to the being done really well it could be done really well they could also drag it out but the budget wasn't the problem with those no well the the budget wasn't the problem with the movies by book set by movie seven either though that's true that's true i don't know nowadays movie directors that are fantastic are doing as much tv as they're doing movies so i don't know that actors and actresses yeah and i will say go ahead sorry I was going to say, I was just going to say, like, look at Steve Martin, Martin Short, Meryl Streep, and Paul Rudd. They're all in only murders in the building. So, like, you can get, like, A-listers for, like, TV now. And let's be honest, The Last of Us, Mandalorian, Game of Thrones, Rings of Power, these are all movie quality. I never would have imagined seeing a television production at that level, even five years ago. Well... 10 or 15 years ago before Game of Thrones came out. No, I agree. Plus, I feel like a TV show would give a chance for them to expand on stuff. Like, you know, you don't have to follow Harry's point of view the whole time in a TV show. Like, you could do stuff from Dumbledore or Snape's point of view, which would be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. Oh, but, and you can swap out directors, too, which would also be neat. Yeah, it would be. As long as there's some consistency between costumes and settings. Like there was sure. not in the movies from movie to movie. Uh and we could see that we could see the full half blood prince. You know, they edited so much out. Yes, we could. I'd be game. Well, let's uh let's talk our cast list. So we'll go round robin style, talk about one character at once, and uh yeah. So ladies first, Julia, why don't you kick us off? Who did you cast as Rita Skeeter like we're starting at the bottom and working our way up to the good ones um okay so for Rita Skeeter I I went with an American which I don't have many of these on my list um actually I don't know is she Margot Robbie is she American she's not American she's like Australia something she's Australian okay there you go so I went non-English um she has the looks I think she could do a really fun snarky double dealing take on the role and she's beautiful Hmm. so i could see her in like journalism okay so i went opposite of you julia look wise so in the books rita skeeter's kind of described as like kind of mannish looking like man hands and everything like that they made her very pretty in the movies but i also went Mm -hmm. with it went with an american and i'll just say i briefly considered this actress for professor umbridge too because she grates on me and i figured she could work for either but she would have been a very different umbrage if i cast her and then i thought of her farida skeeter and i was like yes you would be really good because you're so annoying jennifer coolidge you really don't like her oh <laughs> i'm but trying from the from I'm... the books yeah, yeah, I'm trying to think of somebody who would annoy the crap out of Harry and Hermione. And like she has that breathy voice and she's like, I I could see it. So Jennifer Coolidge for Rita Skeeter. I think I have you beat. Like okay, that. Who? Bran Drescher. Oh Ooh, Lord. I could see that. Whew. All right. Never would have imagined a Harry Potter world where Fran Drescher was a part of it. 
<laughs> but we're going for that. She's really obnoxious. Oh, no, yeah. She grates on people. Three very different actresses. I like it, though. All right. Professor uh, Cornelius Fudge. Okay. Cornelius Fudge. I went with the British actor I quite like. You may have seen him in a more, tori- more notorious episode of Black Mirror. I went with Rory Kinnear. Ooh, okay. Because he looks like a politician to me. I can see it. I went with somebody who was in Harry Potter in a different role previously. I went with Kyron Hines, who played Abernath Dumbledore. Aberforth? Oh. What'd I say? You said Abernath? Yes, Aberforth. I oh, I love that. I... He was so un, um, recognizable. He was yeah. so unkyron in that? I agree. Yeah, he was. He was. That's a good casting. So my first thought for Cornelius Fudge was if he had never become president, Donald Trump, because he did have would need no acting to play the bumbling idiot. However, we live in a world where he cannot be an actor ever again, especially in a beloved property. So I went with a British actor who has played politicians before and I think could do kind of like that layer of menacing slash bumbling fool, Colin Firth. Oh, Mr. Firth. Mm-hmm. I can see that. I love Colin Firth. Sticking with hateable characters, Professor Umbridge, Julia. Okay. For Professor Umbridge, which was, I mean, it wasn't like super duper easy, but once I thought about it, it was easy. Um, I went with the chameleon of an actress, Tilda Swinton. Ooh. For Umbridge? Yes. I mean, she could play anything, so I could totally see that. Tom, how about you? Who'd you go with? Uh, you've been last every time you go. Okay, I went with an actress I briefly considered for Professor McConaughey, mm. and that's Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren. Yeah, play hmm. against type a little bit. Okay. I could see that. I could see that. I went with two. I had a really hard time. Um. <laughs> I should probably figure it out, though. I think I'm going to go with Allison Taylor. Allison Taylor. She was the president on 24. Oh, okay. Doesn't help me. I can see that. Oh, I love her. She's the too. one that is um, Matt Damon's mom in the Ocean yes. series. Yes. I love Allison Taylor. I yeah, love her. And I think she could pull that off. She was in Signs also. Oh, I love this actress. Nailed that. Yep. I was torn between her or Annette Badland. Who's that? Uh, she is in. Oh yeah, I know that face. Yeah. What's she in? I think she or... was in. She's in Ted Lasso. She plays May, the bar owner. Ah, uh, yes. Okay, I can see in the her man too. Who invented Christmas? Yeah. And I think okay. she was in the new. What was that? Hubie Halloween? Was that her? No, that wasn't her. We're having a nice episode and you have to bring up Adam Sandler movie. Oh, I will have you know that Ethan was trying to get me to cast Adam Sandler as one of my characters for your benefit exclusively. Was he really? Yeah, he I was. Want, I, I want and you I'm to like, ask Ethan I what I ever did to him. I bought <laughs> chocolate from him to help fund his trip. I know, right? <laughs> He's such a jerk. <laughs> All right. Uh, sticking with Hogwarts professors, let's run through some of the non-A-lister professors, starting with Professor Lockhart. Gilderoy Lockhart? Is that who we're the, the single Lockhart we're talking about? Yep. So, Lockhart means a few things to me. Must be beautiful. Must be willing to kill for said beauty and fame. So I cast Henry Cavill because he's so beautiful. I could see. But I it. could see. I could see him. Doesn't he have a chin and cheek dimples? Being like, I'm going to use my memory spell on you and take the credit for all the junk. Tom, how about you? I cast Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe. Oh, oh that would be different. But I'm not. It would I be different. 
but he's so, he can be so like over the top. Think uh-huh. Rob Lowe and Parks and Rec, but put a little bit of skis into it. I can yeah. see that. That's Dang. interesting. Okay. So I cast Lockhart a little older. We know he's younger in the books, but I think an older, distinguished, good-looking gentleman would have the same effect. And I cast the actor who was almost cast as him in Chamber of Secrets, Hugh Grant. Oh, nice. And he was denied the role because they said Hugh Grant would stand out too much. But I think that's what you need with Professor Lockhart. So I get that mentality, the stand out too much. Yeah, I get it. Lockhart being older also makes sense with his character and what he does in the books. He's Mm -hmm. trying so hard to stay relevant. Yep. Plus, it makes it less creepy with Mrs. Weasley, like, uh, bonding all over him all the time. That's Rather true. than if he's a younger guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, the guy who she's she's fawning over is what about Charlie's age? Just a little older. Because if you do <laughs> yeah. the math, Charlie's ten years older than everybody wow. else. Yeah. No, Charlie was born in. Hold on, I think he's older than that. Even. I'm so glad we didn't have to cast all the Weasleys. That would have been really difficult. Oh yeah, he's 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 ten years older than the than the boys in this so okay let's move on to professor mad eye moody that one was fun that one was this was fun one of my favorites and one of the ones that came the easiest to me um okay so for mad eye moody who is one of my favorite characters in all of harry potter and i think was excellently cast originally so this was tricky but also easy um i i did stellan skarsgård in this one. Oh, okay okay um, I went. I went Sean Bean. Oh, okay. Can't we go wrong but with I Sean Bean? Think I like your. I think I like your pick more, though. Gonna be honest. Ah, I almost a... went with David Caruso. I thought that would be a really odd <laughs> twist. I went a little older. Uh Brian Cox. He has that grumpy demeanor. Born identity, Brian Cox maybe he's made yes. he's yeah. the lead Brian. in succession yeah. yeah yep he has he has that i think gruffness moody needs oh he's got gruffness for sure gruff, he was in a, a super bowl dude. commercial yes he was yeah um side note with mad eye moody when you read the books did you picture his eye like an eye patch like in the movie i just pictured a giant eyeball like in his socket yeah i don't think i pictured the patch but I, I understand either. why they did it because I did too. That, that be... was easier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the other Movie magic can only do so much. Uh okay, Professor Slughorn. Okay. So with Professor Slughorn, I'm hardcore fan casting here because I have actors I love that I don't get to see enough. So for this one, come on a journey with me and stretch your minds because I put Himesh Patel in this role. I would love to see him in a non Slughorn's a little silly. I would love to see him in a non comedic role purely. And I think he could do it. I could, that would be interesting. Yeah. Not somebody I would have pictured. He's younger too, but they could always, age I told you up. age doesn't matter if he yep. needs to be older for movie purposes. We're just going to use makeup. Nice. I like the diversity. My list is okay. not very diverse, but. In my mind, like, no offense. Like, I just pictured most of them white. <laughs> well, I mean, most of I, my list is British. Yeah. So I went I went British on this one. I went with uh, Stephen Fry. Me too! No way! So <laughs> Professor good. Slughorn! Yeah! Yeah, he oh, just looks like him. Stephen Fry. Whoa, same that's, that's awesome. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> oh, man, I love Stephen Fry. He has such a good voice, too. He does. Yeah. I, w- I wouldn't mind listening to him. Well, didn't he read one of the Harry Potter he audio re- he, versions? He reads all the British audiobooks. Yeah. So good. That's a killer casting. Well done. Tom, same page, my man. I like it. Uh, all right. Professor Flitwick. Julia. Pass. Okay, I'm not passing on this one. Although, like, really? Okay. <laughs> Um, Warwick is like the only option for Flitwick from my 
from my perspective, but if I have to pick a solid second, um, I went with Toby Jones. Oh, the voice of Dobby. Yes. Okay. There's a few on my list that are in the Harry Potter universe, just not where they used to be. Tom? I had a really hard time with this one. So this is the one I decided to pull in chat GPT for. And I asked who would be a good actor to play uh, Flitwick in a hypothetical Harry Potter movie. And chat GPT delivered after, of course, (laughs) paying homage to Warwick Davis and the role that he played. This is one that if we could pull in people from the Harry Potter universe in their original roles, I would have kept. Mm. But, and I'm going to quote chat GPT here for Professor Flitwick. If a new actor were to be chosen, some potential options might be Martin Freeman, Eddie Redmayne, David Tennant, James McAvoy, Simon Pegg, Benedict Cumberbatch, and Matt Lucas. (laughs) (sighs) Male? Yes. British? Yes. Put it on the list. So for me, I wanted to stick with a little person uh so i immediately thought peter dinklage but i was like no that's too cliche plus peter dinklage is i think a little too gruff for professor flitwick yeah kind of picture peter dinklage maybe you know doing mocap for like dobby creature maybe playing grip hook you know like something like that mm-hmm. something the little the other <laughs> role he that he played yes yeah. exactly that played uh, so I went with one of the only other little people actors I know that's still alive. I Google little people actors and a lot of them are no longer with us. And uh, that's Brad mm-hmm. Williams, who is a comedian. Um, he's a stand up <laughs> and, uh, I saw him in Vegas once he's younger, but again, you can age him up. Oh, I could see that. I almost went with Kevin Hart. No, that's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh professor sprout julia okay professor sprout was an inspiration from our episode actually last well last week or two weeks ago however you want to look at it i went with marion uh john baptiste in this one who was our mrs claus from fat man i dig that that's really good i like it how about you tom Don French. Um, yes. Madame Maxine. I went Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates. Yes. <laughs> I love Kathy Bates. What's she doing now? I don't know. Doesn't matter. Know. No, I just haven't heard from her in a while. Maybe she wonder. was in that whole run of American Horror Story, right? Was she in American Horror Story for like a million years? Yes. With Jessica Lang, who I'll just say right now is my Madame Pomfrey. Is Who? she? Mm-hmm. Jessica Lange. Ah. What about you guys? Uh, for Madame Pomfrey, I went with Octavia Spencer. Ooh. That's nice. I like her. She, she like her feels too. comforting to me. Yes. What about you, Julia? Um, I went a younger here, but an actress I quite like. I went with Ruth Nega. From Loving. Did you ever see that movie, Loving? Oh, okay. Yeah, I like her. I know who this is. That's a good choice. All right. Professor Trelawney. Michelle Yeoh, because I can. Ooh. I like she. I think she'd be fantastic in a mystical role, and I think she could absolutely pull it off. And we need, again, a little diversity in the Potter world. What do I want somebody... I want somebody with a unique look that's going to stand out. So I went Tilda Swinton. Oh, okay. We'll get her cast somewhere. <laughs> yeah. She's going she's <laughs> gonna to make this series. <laughs> I went Michelle Pfeiffer. But think of her playing. Like Nat- Stardust. Stardust. Or even mm-hmm. when she was Selena Kyle in Batman Returns before she became Catwoman with the big old mm-hmm. glasses and clumsy and a little ditzy. I could see that. Yeah. I could totally see that. So now we're getting into our much more main character. So 
let's do Uncle Vernon and Aunt Petunia together as a couple so we can kind of picture them in our heads together. So, Tom, why don't you mm. kick us off here? Ah, so this one I had a hard time with. I can't really tell you why. It was just a difficult decision for me. But I ultimately landed on Paul Giamatti and Ruth Wilson. Oh, oh my gosh. I can, I can totally see <laughs> Paul Giamatti. <laughs> right oh man and ruth wilson just has and that ruth resting wilson. that resting not nice person face that i imagine petunia having yeah, yeah she does so oh, who did you pick anthony okay so i they're probably a little too old now but it's okay they can put makeup on them to make them look a little younger i went with the same people i pictured when i first read harry potter when it first came out and they basically Danny DeVito the... and Rita Wilson and Rhea Perlman. Yep, they, oh, they Perlman. basically played <laughs> yeah. the roles in Matilda. So. Matilda, <laughs> there you go. It's funny when you mentioned. I don't know if you said that before or uh, just me imagining little kid Anthony. Who would he pick? Ah, uh, yes, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yep, I think they could pull it off. Definitely. So, did you have an immediate sensation for Vernon? I mean, for Dudley. May it would be Matilda's yeah. brother. <laughs> Go back thirty years. <laughs> uh, Julia, how about you, Uncle Vernon and Petunia? Um, okay, so I struggled not with Petunia at all, but I struggled with Vernon, and I finally ended up at Alfred Molina and Gina Davis. Ooh, I like that. That's okay, okay, and that's against type for them both. I feel because they're both generally pretty good people, actors. Good. That's character. right. But I can see both of them relishing the opportunity to not be. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Alfred, I mean, he, Alfred Molina is not always nice. Uh, he does this whole thing where he tries to kill an entire city. Yeah, but he still has like good intentions. I mean, not good intentions, but he's like one of those complicated bad guys. Yeah. yeah. I was just kidding. Yeah. All okay. right. Nothing you'll like... have said has made me mad yet. No, me either. <laughs> okay lily and james potter julia okay so lily potter i went sally hawkins um the mom in paddington okay yep, yep. oh okay and for uh james i went nicholas holt Ooh, i could totally see that he looks like mm -hmm. uh kind of like geeky older harry yep but also kind of an a-hole okay okay uh for james potter there's really no actor that resonates more with the james potter feel than pete davidson is this for real <laughs> no oh, okay uh, <laughs> i picked uh andrew garfield and rachel hurdwood oh Ooh. i love rachel hurdwood that's great Okay. Hannah was chomping at the bit, and so was Ethan to get me to put Andrew Garfield somewhere, but I'm like, I have no place for him. So. I do, but we're not there yet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, little older than Lillian James, I cast late 30s, so that's where I am casting all my Marauders and Snape, too. Mm -hmm. um, Lily Potter would be Elizabeth Olsen, just make her hair red. Okay. okay. And James Potter uh Aaron Taylor Johnson, more the kick-ass nerdy version than uh, Quicksilver and the Avengers or the military guy from Godzilla. Okay. Aaron Taylor Johnson. Okay. They were Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver and Ultron together. Age of Ultron together. He looks so different with a beard. Like, yeah, so different. so different with a beard. Holy crap. Okay. All right. I mean, I love Elizabeth Olsen. I'm always great with that choice. Yeah. All right. Serious Black. Yeah, I was torn. I have two, and I did not narrow down my two for Serious Black or Remus Lupin. My first choice for Serious Black is Naveen Andrews. Okay. From Lost? Yep. Oh, yeah. Yes. Or Kit Harrington. Oh, oh yeah. Kit Harrington yeah. almost made my list for Serious, but I decided against him. Yeah. Why? What was wrong with him? I just so I, I feel like a lot of these British. I feel like 
especially with the beard. He looked too close to Aaron Taylor Johnson, almost carry the hair, beard, mm-hmm. and everything. So I decided mm-hmm. to go uh, American. Now, Sirius Black in the book, yes, Azkaban ruined him a bit, but he's still supposed to be a really good-looking younger guy, which, nothing against Gary Oldman, but I remember when he was cast, a lot of girls especially on websites were like, oh, he's so old, like, he's not good-looking enough. I went Theo James. this girl. Theo James. Yes, he was most recently in White Lotus Season 2. Yeah, he He was was the lead in Divergent. Oh, he's a, a James. He's a... Why did I always think I okay? I've always thought this guy was related to that other guy that I can't stand. That's always pop partners with the other guy I don't like. Franco. <laughs> yes, James Franco. Why does he look so much like James Franco? I don't know. Yeah, I don't think he does. But this is a very popular choice online fan cast for people want uh, want him to be Batman in the DCU under James oh, Gunn. Okay. So, how do you feel about that? I'm all for it. I think he's a great actor. He's good looking. Batman's supposed to be younger, have a son in the DCU. So there you go. Mm-hmm. He was the strength of the Divergent series, really, when he played four. Yeah. And he was fantastic in White Lotus. He had that little bit of a, he was charming, good looking, but had that little bit of a a-hole side, which Sirius mm-hmm. is supposed to have. Um, uh, yeah. Theo James is not his real name. I don't know if you'll know that I learned that when I was looking something up about him a while back. What's his real name? What's his real name? Theodore Peter James Kinniard Tapticlus. Could he have more names? Tapticlus? T-A-P-T-I-K-L-I-S. It's <gasps> a delightful last name. All right, Julia, who did you pick? Um, I went Ben Wishaw for Sirius Black, who is Q who, who from is the that? modern Bond films. Oh, okay. I can see that. That's interesting. He's- a bit wiry, which yeah. I quite like for my serious black, and but also handsome because I actually think he's good looking in an off ball, oddball kind of way. And he fits my age range for most of my rounders. Not actual age, but how young they look, regardless of age. Yeah, he looks like a baby. Yeah. All right, so let's he's do Lupin next. I'll I'll kick Lupin off. So Lupin in my mind is supposed to be you know, he's kind of like, again, good looking, but like sickly and kind of awkward and everything like that. So, Andrew Garfield. Sickly. That just seems mean. Well, he is. So he has to, <laughs> no, no, to call Andrew Garfield. Sickly. Oh, no, but Andrew Andrew Garfield, especially he's a little awkward. He's good looking, <laughs> yeah. but like he has that awkward geekiness to him, which Lupin's supposed I to be. I could see that. I could see that. What about you, Tom? I went Orlando Bloom. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. Or uh, Ismael Cruz Cordova, because more for the, he's the the elf in Ring of Power that we follow along who's fighting the bad guys. Oh, yes. yes. He's got an interesting look that I think, like the eye color, different for, like his eyes are very piercing, which I could see for uh, somebody stuff, suffering from a lupine issue. Yes. Yeah. I like that. Um, I went Benedict Cumberbatch on this one. Ah, same reasons. Tall, like kind of yeah. Lanky, attractive, but I think if they gave him the lupin treatment, especially after he's been out howling for a few nights, that he could pull that off effectively. All right. I'm loving all these choices, guys. I love how we're all so different, but I can still see all mm-hmm. of our casts. So, Julia, why don't you kick us off for Wormtail, Peter Pettigrew? Okay, so for Peter Pettigrew, I did an actor that if you Google his name, will pull up a whole bunch of military returns. So I did uh, John O'Connor for Peter Pettigrew. Um, And I'm not even afraid to say that he looks a bit radish. Oh, he does. He has the teeth. (laughs) He's a British actor, so he's been in some. He's been in The Crown. It's probably where most people know him from, at yep. least recently. Um, but he played Charles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. How about you, Tom? For Wormtail or Peter Pettigrew, as we are calling him here, I went with John Bradley. 
Sean Bradley. What's he been in? Uh, you'll recognize him when you see him. He played Sam in Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. Yep. Yes. Oh, great that. choice. That's fantastic choice. So I went with somebody who looks a little skeevy. Uh, he tends to play um, more shady characters, uh, including on Succession, which is where he is probably most famous now. But he's been in a few Christmas movies in minor roles that we've covered. He is Macaulay Culkin's brother, Kieran Culkin. As okay, how about that? Home Alone alum. Yeah, you, you, you've seen him pull off. Well, you've seen all of the Culkins pull off skeezy. That's why I, that's that makes sense. <laughs> yep. <Thanks. laughs> so let's jump to the Malfoys, Lucius and Narcissa Malfoy. And again, since they're a couple, let's do them together so we can picture them together. Tom, why don't you kick this one off? Okay, I went with a real life couple. Oh, not uh, I was when I was looking for who I wanted and I saw them together, I thought, okay, they could pull this off. I went with Jamie Bell and his wife, Kate Mara. I could see that. That's a great choice. I could see that. Her more so than him. But when I put them together, I'm like, oh, yeah, they've got the they've got the chemistry for it. Oh, yeah. And Jamie Bell is like super creep factor. I mean, he yep. also played Grindelwald in the seventh Harry Potter movie. And he did. Nope. Mm. He did. All right. I went for Lucius Malfoy. I picked Michael Fassbender, who played young mm. Magneto in the X-Men prequels. Mm-hmm. I can, I, I highly considered him for a few roles. Mm-hmm. And Narcissa Malfoy picked Yvonne Stravowski, who she's... Well known in the Handmaid's Tale now. She's in Chuck. She's in Twenty Four. Live Another Day. The Tomorrow War. The Predator. Okay, so, I could see yeah. that. I think they are both good-looking middle-aged people, and mm-hmm. could pull it off. They both have that. Like, I mean, he has. They both play villains in a lot of things, so mm-hmm. I can see it. Um, okay, so for Lucius and Narcissa, I went with Rufus Sewell and Rachel Vise. Ooh, Rachel Vise. Rachel Vise, I, I like it. Mm-hmm. And who would, who did you say for Lucius? Rufus Sewell. And who is he? Um, well, would you ever see the man in the high castle or, I know oh. you, yeah, you would know him if you Googled it. He was in a knight's tale. He was in it. That's what I know him from. Yep. There you go. <laughs> oh, okay. Good choice. I like that. I'm just picturing his face. He looks so similar to uh, what's his name. It would work really well. Yeah. Nice, nice find, Julia. Thank you. Now, Mr. and Mrs. Weasley. Julia, go for it. This is the hardest for me. Me too, for the record. Like of a whole list, the whole dang list. And the ages are definitely not right but y'all are going to give me grace because you're good people. Um, Okay. So for Mr. Weasley, and also keep in mind a fair amount of makeup would be required hair color for this. Um, I went with John Hanna, who we know as the goofy brother from the mummy series. Okay. Okay. Love John Hanna. And I went with Francis McDormand for Mrs. Weasley. Ooh, okay. Which was contentious in my house, but I tried to, huh. it was like, look, she can be motherly with a fair amount of spice tech on the end of it. Like, don't give me the crap. I can deal with multiple kids, but I will still love the ones I birthed and the ones I didn't. I, okay. I dig it. Uh, why don't you go, Anthony? All right. So Mr. and Mrs. Weezy were the hardest for me too, because they are so important in the series. Uh, they mm-hmm. are Harry's for all intents and purposes. They are his parents and they are probably the most important adults in his life outside of Dumbledore and Hagrid. So you needed people who are warm, but also, you know, like Julia said, spicy with their own children. Like they can be stern when they need to. And for Mr. Weasley, he needs to also be a little bit goofy. Mm-hmm. So for Mr. Weasley, I did Simon Pegg. Mm, I love Simon Pegg. Okay. Anything. 
for Mrs. Weasley, I cast her a little older than him, but she can play younger, she can play older, she can play Batman, and she'd be the right choice. Meryl Streep. <laughs> oh my gosh, her as Batman, could you even imagine? <laughs> I can imagine her as that she could do anything, and I can really, she has that warmth, but she can also be quite stern, so I can really see her as Mrs. <laughs> Weasley if they, like, gave her the red hair. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to find redheads and I'm not sure I I love my picks. But for Mrs. Weasley, I was trying to picture her I tried to picture the Weasley's mid 40s. Uh I went with Ellie Kemper for Ooh. Mrs. Weasley. She's Aaron from the office, Julia. Oh, okay. Aaron. That's who I thought. Kimmy Schmidt. Okay. And Jesse Ta- Jesse Tyler Ferguson for oh, Mr. Weasley. Mrs. Weasley. Mitch from Modern Family. From Modern Family. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. We all have very different choices for Mr. and Mrs. Weasley. We, we do. Weasleys. <laughs> okay. So we're into like our top six here. They're arguably the most main adults in the series yeah. for the most part. So we have... Bellatrix Lestrange. And I'll go first because I was super proud of this choice until I saw Stephen Beach's choice on Facebook and I wanted to steal it, but I decided to stick to my guns. Um, So for Bellatrix, again, casting her around the age of Sirius and the Marauders, so late 30s. She's somebody in the books who's described as beautiful, but Azkaban hollowed her out. And of course, she's a little crazy, right? So I picked... Aubrey Plaza because you look at her eyes she has those crazy eyes she has the dark hair I could totally see her playing crazy obsessive uh-huh. sadistic I saw Disco who is Disco? Lady Gaga Disco. and I could totally see that wow. and I did not know Lady Gaga was younger than Aubrey Plaza really? Mm-hmm. but uh, I could see that Lady Gaga's playing Harley Quinn so she's about to play a really sadistic person in a movie uh, and she is a great actress but i decided to stick with aubrey plaza i think aubrey plaza is a winner so okay okay tom my deciding factor was also eyes like the eyes that would catch you and really like throw you off could throw you off and it would be a stretch from what she's done in the past but i picked based on appearance alexandra alexandra didario didario okay i could see that she was in percy jackson she is my choice for Lois Lane in the Superman reboot. She's really good. She's on the Mayfair Witches on AMC right now. She was in White yeah. She was in True Detective. Yeah, I could see that because that's a that. good choice. Hey, Julia, let's hear yours. Okay, so for my Bellatrix, and would require some hair dye, but that's about it. Um, I went with Jodie Comer from Killing Eve, the girl that plays Villanelle. Yeah, because we that's know a good she choice. can do crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like, I like all one. our choices for this one. And she has those unique eyes too, which mm-hmm. I like. I think that's Bellatrix's probably defining feature, the crazy eyes. Exactly. So let's stick with our baddies here. Lord Voldemort, who would you cast as our series long antagonist? And Tom. Bill Skarsgard. You- oh me too that's awesome me too <laughs> i did not but he is a great choice oh I want we could have had a trifecta who did I you want pick to, i want him as a joker in the new batman mm. um i picked christoph waltz who is oh, the head nazi one. in glorious bastards oh that's a great pick uh, mm. he has that very which i think Voldemort. They left it out of the movies, but as a kid growing up in school, he had that charming factor, and but he could be very cold and scary, and I think Christoph Waltz plays that very well. Christoph Waltz was in my top three, couldn't decide, but ultimately didn't win choice for Dumbledore. Ooh, interesting. Uh, yeah, I love this guy. i Always fan casting him. I'd love to see him as Mr. Freeze in Batman. Like he's just mm, a be good. he's a good villain. Um, all right, Hagrid. Mark Addy. He played Robert Baratheon in Game of Thrones. And oh, then he, he was on according to Jim, right? He was he was no. uh still standing. still standing. Still standing. He was the husband on Still Standing. Yeah. 
Okay, I could see that. That's I could see that. Choice. Oh, we covered him on the show. He was in Jack Frost. Oh yeah, with Michael Keaton. He was the bandmate. Oh, that's right. Julia, who did you pick? Okay, I'm going to tell you who I didn't pick, but who I had cast in this position first, and my kids gave me all the crap for it, but I want him over eventually, even though I didn't go with it. Um, my initial pick was Idris Elba, because I'm thinking, give me Heimdall, but bigger and hairier, and I would watch that. However, uh, he was on my shortlist for Hagrid too. I didn't cast look at that. He was on my shortlist. Yeah. Look how smart we are. But ultimately, we're i went and it's not because i'm in a real season of my life right now or this guy's super important to me but maybe it is um pedro pascal i tried so hard to get him on my list somewhere i couldn't i did too i did not i just did not feel a fit for him <laughs> oh but he I, if anyone i could see him as hagrid yeah okay that's good uh so for my hagrid <laughs> i'll tell you who i jokingly consider first because he's Adam like Sandler. no jokingly he's like eight foot tall in real life and a dummy like Hagrid's supposed to be a dummy but enduring I almost said Shaq but uh, (laughs) but but I said Simon Pegg earlier you can't have Simon Pegg in a franchise without Nick Frost as my Hagrid oh my gosh you've got me at Simon Pegg and Nick Frost I mean (laughs) I'll watch anything (laughs) all right he is lumbering Let's do Professor McGonagall. I had a really hard time with this one. I didn't. Really hard time. I was thinking, oh, Meryl Streep would do really well with her. A Helen Mirren. Mm-hmm. But I finally landed on Julie Andrews. I mean, Joe! Are you no, serious? No, Joe! Oh, it's like the third time we've... <laughs> No joke. Julie Andrews. And I considered Helen Mirren and Meryl Streep for her before casting them as other things. Wow. Okay. All right. What about you? I did not go with Julie Andrews. Oh, we could have had a trifecta. I know, right? Snape, we still let's hold our breaths for Snape. We might we don't have Snape. Oh, we don't? Okay. Um, okay, so my pick for McGonagall was Olivia Coleman. Okay. That, she'd be good. She'd be really mm-hmm. good. Uh, listeners, if you don't know her, she was on the most recent season. Not the most recent. Two seasons ago on The Queen. Mm-hmm. I was contemplating her for Umbridge. That's yeah, she who, was on my Umbridge list as well. That's who Disco 54 cast as oh. her on Facebook as Umbridge. Company. Oh. And that's actually pretty funny. You both were considering her for Umbridge because Imelda Staunton, who played Professor Umbridge, now plays the Queen on the Crown. Right on, yeah, they're both on the the it's Crown. A small British pool, yeah. which I think is why I was looking her up, and that's why she came up, and and I had considered her. Mm-hmm. All right, Professor Snape. <laughs> Anthony, you saying, go first. Are y'all both saying Adam Driver? Adam Driver. Yes, Adam you Driver. Knew- Literally, There's nobody just take, else that can do take it. him out of Star Wars. That same hair, the black costume, that's uh-huh. Snape. And I love how on Facebook, Matt Yurick commented, I only came in, I don't know about anyone, but I only came in here to say Adam Driver has to be Snape. And then Rebecca Bowl agreed. So I'm curious to hear Tom's uh, choice Me here. too. Well, everybody's first choice is going to be Adam Driver. So I wanted to, do, to at least think if somebody else and i went with tom hiddleston oh he'd oh hiddles I guess he'd be good yeah hannah was all hiddles could totally be snape and i'm like but adam driver looks like not as good a- as alan Ri- <laughs> he looks like Al- alan rickman he looks like yes. a young alan rickman and alan rickman is is snape, snape. yeah and they well, and he's driver. got the intensity, but he also has like the other flip head of the coin, madly in love with Lily. Like Adam Driver can do all of those things. And I think where Adam where Alan Rickman is Snape. Don't I'm not like criticizing him here, but he played Snape very cool. Where in the book he could be a little hot headed, and Adam Driver is mm-hmm. great at that. Plus, again, the age he is younger. Mm-hmm. He is. He's the right age for it. All right. So then the granddaddy of the adult oh. cast, our final cast member, Professor Dumbledore. Did any of us go with the easy choice of Ian McKellen? No. no. Okay, good, good, good. 
But I did who... need somebody who could carry that level of gravitas. Mm-hmm. Somebody who's I wanted a really well seasoned actor that we would all like. You could you would look at you would look to to guide you. You know what I mean? Dumbledore is such a a character that we love from the onset, even though he's abusive to Harry. So I didn't see anybody who could fit that role nearly as well as Adam Sandler. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was literally the first thing I wrote down in this whole list for you, Anthony. <laughs> oh, brother. Uh, I went with Donald Sutherland. Me too! No joke! Holy Guys, crap! Look at y'all on the same page. For and I thought... I just, well, some of these. He He's... Uh, yeah, he, he has a gravitas. He has a kindness. He, has he looks regal. He looks regal i thought of ian mckellen but he played how many wizards now and like mm-hmm. I, you know he's older right Gan- gandalf is not dumbledore and that's no. why i did not go with ian mckellen mm-hmm. and, and then the other person i considered but i decided against it i did con- almost consider richard harris's son jared mm. harris for that legacy casting and i think with the right makeup he could have done it but donald donald sutherland called to me I almost went with Bill Nye, but I decided I wanted to go a little mm. older. I love Bill Nye. Julia, how about you? Okay, so I had initially narrowed it down to Christoph Waltz, like I said, the person I ended up choosing, and um, Alan Cumming was in the running for a while Ooh. because what was important to me with Dumbledore's recasting was to make sure that I captured the silliness and the frivolity and the joy that Dumbledore has that there are some actors that are missing that. So I ended up taking a Harry Potter alumni and recasting them in a different role. And I picked Billy Connolly. So nearly headless Nick is getting an upgrade and he's my new Dumbledore. Billy Plus the Scottish. That was he wasn't. That was yes. John that Cleese. Was John Cleese. Oh, that was John Cleese. Oh, <gasps> never mind. Fresh blood. <laughs> Billy Connolly. Billy Connolly. Oh my I gosh, can... that was John Cleese. Billy Connolly totally has the uh, quirkiness mm-hmm. needed for Dumbledore. That's interesting. Okay. Uh the so I like all of our lists. Honestly, I would watch the heck out of any remake starring any of our lists or a com- mm-hmm. combination of them. Um, I did real quick. Disco fifty four only cast a few of them, so I do want to run through his choices real quick. He for Dumbledore, he cast Ian McKellen. For Professor McGonagall, mm-hmm. he cast Diana Rigg. Who is that? Sounds familiar. I can't see that one. Oh, original. Um, what was that show? She's not the original Catwoman, is she? No, she was the uh, the Avengers. No, oh, that's Marvel right. Avengers. You know, it was the British Avengers, right? Um, Professor Snape. He had a weird one. He cast Hugh Grant as Snape. Oh, Hagrid. He cast James Stewart. I assume James he doesn't Stewart. Mean, I'm assuming he doesn't mean Jimmy Stewart. I was gonna say he's been dead one. for a while, and he's a little on the skinny side. <laughs> um. He cast Patrick Stewart as Lord Voldemort, which that's cool. I could see that. Uh, Lady Gaga as Bellatrix. Sarah Lancashire as Mrs. Weasley. He cast Downey Jr. as Sirius Black. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Simon Pegg as Peter Pettigrew. Colin Firth as Professor Lockhart. (laughs) Uh, Matt Smith as Mad-Eye Moody. Oh, Olivia Coleman as Professor Umbridge and Bill Nighy as Cornelius Fudge. So I like that he took him from Rufus Scrimgeour and put him as Fudge. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, and other than that, the only other people who weighed in were all like Adam Driver must be Snape. <laughs> I mean, they're not wrong. I will say my cast would be a lot cheaper than y'all's cast <laughs> <laughs> this is true this is true 
So maybe we go with your cast if it's the HBO series and our cast <laughs> if it's like big screen theatrical Warner Brothers Steven Spielberg directed movie. There you go. So yeah, I am totally happy with these lists. Hannah had real feelings that um what's his name? Uh baby Voldemort. Tom Riddle was not on the list and eligible for recasting and i was like he's too young we didn't do kids she's like he's not too young and timothy chalamet would absolutely be him oh he he's so, uh he'd be good I'll i told her i would timothy chalamet would have to be good in something to prove to me that he could be good in this and i have not <laughs> seen timothy chalamet be anything other than timothy chalamet and <laughs> One of our coworkers, Julia, her hot take was she can't stand Timothy Chalamet. And we bonded over this. <laughs> That's how Marty feels. I have, I have I have strong feelings about Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> well, I would like to hear, yeah, tell Hannah to cast the whole thing and send it in, Julia. And if she wants She had to- Harry Styles on her list. I don't think you actually want that. If she did want to send her whole list to us and share it with us, or if any listener does, because I want to hear everyone's choices, where can they let us do that? Linktree.com slash tis the podcast. Yes, which I assume if you're listening to our Patreon, you know how to find us on all our free sites. If not, thanks for finding us and supporting us on Patreon. Appreciate that. Check out our free show every every Monday in your regular podcast feed. Uh yeah, next Monday, Dash and Lily. So check it out. Uh, Julia, Tom, it's always a pleasure talking two days a week with y'all. Totally. It's always a pleasure. And it's always a pleasure to talk the wizarding world of Harry Potter. Yes. Yes. Even though, and I, you know, I saw a few people address it on Facebook, even though J.K. Rowling's problematic now, I think her wizarding world has almost outgrown her it's become so imbued in pop culture and it's been taken over by the fans i think like yeah it kind of belongs to the fans and the world now more than her but that's just my opinion because yeah whatever you can say whatever you want about her those books in general preach such a message about inclusivity and like not judging people by their appearances or anything like they're good moral books. So I'll leave it at mm-hmm. that. So, yeah, Tom, Julia, thanks again for hopping on. This was fun. This was Bye. fun. Bye, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>